Shalom, dearest brothers and sisters in Christ. Welcome to this week's episode of Midweek with the Saints. It's a real joy to have all of you here today. And if you're watching on YouTube, I ask that you click on the like and subscribe button and the bell button as well so that you will be notified whenever I upload a new video. And friends, if you're watching on Instagram TV, click on the like button and share it as well. And if you're watching on Spotify or YouTube, whichever channel right now, I ask that you just share these links with whoever you believe can benefit from this episode. So friends, today we take a look at the life of Saint Monica. Saint Monica of Hippo, Saint Monica, the mother of Augustine, as she is famously known as, is a model of prayer, perseverance, patience. She's also a model for all parents out there and all mothers in particular. One of the only quotes of Saint Monica out there, one of the not many quotes out there, is this, nothing is far from God. Friends, if you were to summarize the life of St. Monica, if anyone were to summarize the life of St. Monica, it was in these words, it will be in these words, nothing is far from God. She had this supernatural conviction that nothing is far from God. St. Monica grew up Catholic and she married a non-Catholic man. And therefore, there were inevitable struggles in the house. At the death of her husband, she sent her son Augustine who was lazy and rebellious at that point of time to study. And he came back as an established court orator. But friends, to her dismay and her sadness, she found out that Augustine had converted to a different religion. And not only that, on top of that, he was also immoral in so many ways. He was sleeping with a woman whom he was not married to. And he was immoral in so many other of his actions that came to light. Fred said Monica drove him away from the table, asked him to get out. It was later that St. Monica felt God asking her to reconcile with her son. And Fred, she submitted in obedience to this call of God to go forth and reconcile with her son. And St. Monica shows us that it comes in this order. First, you be obedient to God and then you will grow in holiness. First, be obedient to God and you will grow in holiness. Friends, St. Monica was not outrightly holy, therefore she became an effective prayer warrior. She was obedient to God to reconcile to, with her son, Augustine. And friends, not only did she reconcile with her son, Augustine, she even went the extra mile to pursue him, to bring him back to the Catholic Church, the fullness of the faith found in the Catholic Church. She got down on her knees and she prayed for her son with expectant faith. She really took to heart the words of Jesus in the gospel. Whatever you ask of me in prayer, believe it in your heart and it will be granted unto you. Whatever you ask of Jesus in your prayer time, believe it in your heart and it will be granted unto you. So Monica did this. She believed it in her heart. She had expectant faith. Friends, expectant faith is not something that is abstract. It's not something that is beyond our capabilities but it is something that is concrete and tangible. And it is a grace that is given to us. Um, and especially for you parents, you know, it is in the sacrament of matrimony. As the Catechism of the Catholic Church says in paragraph 2,225, all parents have the responsibility and privilege to evangelize their children. Friends, with every responsibility and privilege from God comes the grace. 
Therefore, if the catechism says we have the responsibility and privilege of uh, evangelizing our children, we also have the grace, supernatural grace to evangelize them. St. Monica went all out to evangelize to her wayward son, Augustine. You know, at this point of time, two of her other children were already religious. They had already joined the religious. So her only concern was her prodigal son, so to speak, who was living a worldly life. And Fred, she went all out. She got on her knees. She prayed for him in the quiet of her room. She got on her knees and she prayed for him tirelessly. And Fred, she became an instrument for God to connect St. Augustine and St. Ambrose of Milan. I mean, at that time, it was not St. Augustine yet. It was just Augustine. She became an instrument to connect Augustine to Bishop Ambrose of Milan. St. Ambrose had the intellectual capability to debate with this well-established court orator, St. Augustine. Parents out there, if you would submit to the will of God, if you'd be obedient to God, if you would have expected faith that God can bring your children back to Him, to the church, to the fullness of life found, to the joy that is found in the Catholic Church, so you will start to see wonders happening. you start to see doors opening. you start to see that God is granting divine connection for your children that your children are coming across different men and women of God who are leading them closer to Jesus. Parents, you know, we have to realize uh, what St. Monica realized. As she realized that because of this potential prejudice of familiarity that her son could have towards her, she did not always explicitly evangelize to him. But what she did was she connected him with others. For example, Ambrose of Milan. So parents out there, whether you're biological parents or spiritual parents, godparents, get on your knees and pray that God will connect your children to those who can lead them back to God. So I would like to share with you all this personal testimony that I experienced firsthand of the power of a mother's prayer. So friends, between the years 2009-2011, I was bedridden. And in this time frame, I've been to many doctors and hospitals across the nation that I live in, Malaysia and the neighboring nation as well. So friends, towards the end of this year episode, the only hospital that could treat me in any way that showed signs of willingness to treat my case, to take up my case and to treat me, told my family on Christmas Eve 2011 that I will never walk again, that I have to settle with life on the wheelchair. My family's hearts were broken. That was one of the most sad Christmas that we ever experienced. A week later, on New Year's Eve 2012, it was a day before 2012, on the last day of 2011, when we were at Holy Mass, my mother made this prayer in her heart. Lord, we do not have the strength to carry on. Heal my son or grant us the grace to carry this cross. Friends, my mom made this prayer with expectant faith. Heal my son or grant us the grace to carry this cross. She made a prayer with expectant faith for healing and at the same time, submission to the will of God. She came to this place where she was ready and willing. Whatever it is, Lord, you see to us right now, you will be with us and you will be faithful to us. You will either heal my son or grant us the grace to continue to take care of him in his current state. Friends, a day later, the miracle happened. On New Year's Day 2012 at 3.05 p.m., when I closed my eyes, I saw this bright divine light and when I saw this light, I knew without a single speck of doubt that it was Jesus. In front of that light was my late grandmother, another model of prayer, a model of all mothers, for all mothers. 
and I saw my late grandmother, and she laid her hands on my head, and when I opened my eyes, my hands that were clawed opened up, my toe went back to normal, and the pain that I had the whole right side of my body just lifted off me like a layer. Friends, I got up, I stood up, and I walked. Friends, it was at this point of time that my uncle told me. That and my grandmother's deathbed just three months prior to this miracle day, she had told him that when I go to heaven and when I see Jesus, I'm going to ask Jesus to heal my grandson Paul, so that he can walk again. My mother made a heartfelt prayer before the blessed sacrament, and my grandmother made an appeal to the Lord Himself. Mothers out there, you have this supernatural grace. You have this obligation. A joyful obligation to get down on your knees and to pray for your children, to pray for your grandchildren. So mothers and grandmothers, get down on your knees, pray for your grandchildren, pray for divine connection for them to come across men and women of God, so that they can run back to the Father in heaven. Friends, let us just close with a time of prayer in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Lord Jesus, we just thank you for this joy in our hearts. For the joy of the gift that we have, Lord, in our mothers and our grandmothers, we thank you for all our mothers and grandmothers. We thank you for the gift of Saint Monica, for this model of prayer, perseverance, and patience. For the model, for her being a model for all parents and mothers out there. Saint Monica intercedes for us, that we may in turn intercede for our children, for our spiritual children, our physical children, with expected faith, with zeal, and with enthusiasm. As Saint Monica, grant us through your intercessions creative ideas when we stand in the gap and we intercede for others. Creative ideas when we evangelize to others, especially those that the Lord has entrusted under our care. Saint Monica, pray and intercede for us. We may be inspiring saints walking here on earth. That we may literally make other saints, just as you made Saint Augustine a saint. Saints inspire Saint Saint Monica, and as you inspire Saint Augustine to sainthood, inspire us in our daily lives. Walk with us, Saint Monica, that we may never be discouraged, but we may be rest assured that you and all the other saints are walking with us in this time amidst this global pandemic, leading us to Jesus, the Light of the world, who shines His light in the darkness. Saint Monica, pray for us. In the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Brothers and sisters in Christ, thank you for tuning in for this week's podcast. Until next week, God bless and take care.